Hello, this is Oliver Windling, I'm the director of the Vortex, and this is the next podcast that I'm doing. We This is an eavesdropping on a conversation that has been going on for the last half an hour, mm-hmm. and we'll see how it moves. Would you like to introduce yourself, and why are we here? <laughs> yes, my name is Oliver Hochkeppel, I'm a uh, journalist mainly uh, working for the Süddeutsche Zeitung in Munich which is the uh, biggest and of course best newspaper in Germany and um, mostly I, I write about jazz also some other cultural themes but jazz is my uh, my my thing of my heart and so I do a lot for 30 years now and so of course we talked a lot about jazz and about the different situations and uh, I think that's the reason we do this talking. Um, so what uh, interests me and what I find not just to hear about jazz uh, in general, uh, I mean anyway in, our, in the conversations I'm putting uh, on this and we're having for this podcast is very much about how people organize and how the scenes vary. And what is particularly fascinates me, and from your own experiences, when we think about Germany and jazz in the UK, and it's 90% of what we've had uh, whenever we've had the musicians come to the Vortex, it's Berlin, it's Cologne. Yeah. Uh, connections to Cologne, for example, uh, we have the kit downs of Cologne. Who's Pablo Held, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I said very close connections that have developed over the years with uh, uh, often because often uh, in, indirectly through actually the effect of Django Bates in in Berlin, yeah. Peter Held, Vanya Slavin, uh, Lucia Kadot, and so on. So what interests me there's of course more to Germany, more to the scenes, and you work in uh, promote than and how it's supported than just those two cities. So. You're from Munich. Tell me a little bit about what there is in Munich. Yeah, maybe I, I start uh, to explain it a bit. Uh, as you know, we're a federal system yeah. country, and culture is uh, a thing of the states, not of the Bundesrepublik, yeah. by constitution. And that means we have a very spreaded scene, which is very different in every uh, part of the country. And so we have a lot of scenes. Of course, Cologne is the biggest one because the Musikhochschule, uh, the, uh, um, the uh, university, is the biggest. One. It was the first one to uh, offer jazz courses, and it's the biggest one. That's uh, the reason why it's the biggest scene in Germany. And uh, Berlin is because it's the biggest city and the city for the young. And, uh, Scene. We have in Stuttgart a scene, now the eastern uh, cities are coming up very strongly, Leipzig and Dresden. And in Munich, it's a, traditionally there, there is a scene because we had some Americans in, in the early years. Mel Veldren lived in Munich and uh, some other guys and uh, uh, well brought a bit the fire, you know. Mm. And... Uh, we had a lot of clubs in the 50s and 60s in, in Munich. Um, uh, Nachteule, Tambourine. There were a lot of places where jazz was played as a subculture and uh, mostly traditional. And then for long times, bebop was the thing in Munich, and the jazz police, even afterwards, uh, for, forbid to play something else, which changed radically nowadays. 
And um, I, I would say the, the scene in Munich is very special because Munich is the most expensive city in Germany. And that means it's uh, um, normally not possible to run a club by private uh, hands. Uh, it's the, the mortgages, uh, rent, everything is much too expensive to run a club with live music and all mm -hmm. the costs. So we have in Munich, I would say, the best jazz club in Germany mm. and one of the leading clubs in Europe. Yeah. It's the Unterfahrt, a strange name for uh, English speakers. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, uh, well, it comes from traditional Bavarian name. And uh, uh, But besides this club, there's not much more. Uh, Have. We have a Bayerische Hof, which is a hotel which runs at the nightclub some good concerts sometimes. And we have the Vogler, a jazz bar, a private one. The guy is crazy enough to do it. Um, so we have the situation where the main city of the labels uh, mm. in Munich are the most famous independent labels situated. It's Act Music, it's ECM, it's Enya. Uh, it was Pirouette, which was in a, mm. a certain times till it now st stopped. Uh, important label, I would say. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, in, uh, even Sony Music was in Munich. It's uh, just at the moment moved to Berlin, but it was for a long time. It was in Munich, and so we were a city of the labels and uh, uh, of one famous club. Before the Unterfahrt, it was the Domicil, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. was very famous in Europe also. Of course, there's a scene, and uh, um, after some critical years, and now it worked out that you know the jazz scene in, in Germany is very uh, influenced by the uh, by the conservatories and mm. Musikhochschulen. Uh, means uh, we have it's it's all about the new kids uh, who are coming from the schools mm. and. Uh, And in Munich, uh, it turned out that in the last four or five years, we had fantastic years of the uh, exams of the, of the uh, people yeah. coming out there. Um, so I would say uh, right at the moment, uh, Munich was never a very innovative city. Uh, it's a city of... Uh, of the high culture normally mm -hmm. and uh, there's a lot of subculture uh, but it's not exposed like Berlin does it yeah, Berlin yeah. Uh, exposes it and Munich has its three big orchestras and all these museums and all that stuff mm. um, and the jazz music is you know beyond the surface a bit mm. in former days and now it's the first time that a kind of a, uh, of a jazz stream or a jazz movement or a Uh, style is coming from Munich, which is technoid jazz, mm -hmm. by the Jazz Rausch Big Band and LBT and Faser yeah. and many bands like that, uh, and where Munich is leading uh, a, a stream, mm -hmm. a, a kind of a new style. Mm -hmm. uh, that's really a, a so new development. So we have a scene with a lot of musicians who can play very often mm -hmm. in their own city. They have to go so abroad. Or so they, yeah, I mean, that's it. So they come out. So a lot of them leave or come back or what do they do? But is it, is it perhaps because some of those clubs that they can play in, if you say there's the techno, that they actually manage to slip in to play in some of those sorts of venues? I mean, people want to stay in a city if they can, if yeah. they're their home city. And do you think that's why 
um, those that, sorts of groups develop. I that's mean. the new thing. Uh, these uh, jazz rouse big band, which had 130 gigs last year, which I think yeah. no big band in the world sure. had uh, in that year. Um, this, uh, when they started with this techno jazz, um, they talked to the guy who runs a very famous techno club in Munich, which is Harry Klein. Right. And uh, they managed that the, the resident big band of this club, they play one, once in a month. It's mm -hmm. sold out for years now. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's the f only big band I know in the world who is a, a resident big band in a techno club. Mm -hmm. uh, means that they got the foot into the door of the younger people and the audience which is not used to hear mm. jazz and hear it now uh, can discover it in a different way and uh, and that was the that was spreading now they play in every place they play on in festivals in jazz festivals of course but also world music some even some classical mm -hmm. stuff because they had a beethoven they now had a beethoven techno jazz program and so uh, they played at the philharmonie in munich they played in uh, so and it worked all all the, all the time all the audiences that's a new thing that's one of this uh, 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 things we need in jazz that we have uh, a music which can uh, uh, grab new audience you know like uh, the acid jazz movement in the early 90s many guys I meet at the jazz club uh, were addicted to jazz in these times with acid jazz yeah, yeah. so uh, also the singer movement when, when Diana Krall, Jane Monheit in a certain thing come uh, pop audience uh, discovered jazz. Yes, yes. We need th these. Uh, you sure. know, we are in a niche, and but to spread a bit, uh, to broaden up it a bit, we need some music who can reach uh, different audiences, and that's exactly what in Munich for well, now uh, happen is happening. That's great because I mean there is a certain side of <laughs> in jazz that does keep reappearing. And this is, like, as we call it, I suppose, the jazz police who will say, oh, my yeah. gosh, these people have crossed over. I mean, I think uh, uh, the last guy we talk about, the singers, the last one who they, they have been punishing a bit is, uh, was Jamie Cullum, yeah. who yeah. they punished him almost in England. Uh, Open-minded guy, does a radio show, lovely. But, uh, you know, he, he never... I don't think he's... Ever, I, he may have been once on the cover of Jazz Wise magazine. Mm -hmm. He's probably been on more covers of German jazz magazines. Yeah, but an open, we love him. Yeah, uh, and but he's, yeah. It, 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 open mindedness uh, yeah. is is is, uh, is is crucial. But uh, and we need both. We need the, the the niche as well. So are there that almost is the the essential side then to survive in the in in, in the scene? Um, I mean, I presume that, that, that Unterfahrt really doesn't have much chance for local groups, uh, or do they still have some because if they have the cost of running it? And yeah, that's the problem. It's not about the costs, you know. The, uh, the Unterfahrt is run by a, by a club, uh, yeah. and they have uh, 1,600 members now. Each member pays 144 euros a, a year, so there's a financial basis, and mm. uh, uh, the building... Uh, belongs to the city, so it's uh, in a way financially on, on, on certain grounds, right. uh, on safe ground, grounds, and um, that's not the problem. But uh, the problem is that the Unterfahrt, of course, as this single important jazz club, wants to uh, serve everything. Mm. They they are the place for all the uh, great names in jazz. Uh, 
yeah. international program, of course, and also they want to they try to support the local scene, they which is a, a very difficult uh, spagat. Uh, yeah, but yeah. but uh, they try, and of course, you as a local. And the thing is, in the meantime, I can I can count you up or tell you 150 names of. Uh, fantastic Munich jazz musicians yeah, yeah. there are a lot of them many young uh, musicians now uh, how how many times can they play in the Unterfahrt maybe yeah. two or three times a year yeah, that's yeah. obvious so they have the Vogler uh, for some jam session or, or small oh. uh, uh, gigs and then they have the surroundings because mm. uh, uh, the Munich is so rich and even especially the suburbs are even richer it's called the Speckgürtel of yeah. the city and um, they all have their cultural centers and, and uh, burger houses and whatever and have some jazz series with okay. 8 or 10 or 12 concerts a year uh, that's a d another possibility uh, to play there mm. but normally they all try to tour in Germany mm, or even mm, mm, in Europe mm, mm, and mm. many of them now uh, achieve it uh, yeah. For instance, the uh, Jazz House Big Band, also LBT. Many of them play in Switzerland. And, uh, uh, LBT Austria. certainly is becoming uh, quite a name. To yeah, notice. it's becoming. I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's. It's, uh, I mean, it is. I say that there's 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 a um, a scene beyond. I mean, I I see it uh, when I look at how the scenes are developing outside in 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 the UK in 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 Birmingham, Manchester. Leeds, Cardiff. I think you 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 hit a very important point that you start from a good student base nowadays. Yes. Given yeah, that ninety nine point nine percent of jazz musicians have uh, have studied exactly. That's and uh, so and and they study and when they're studying they want to maybe that's it. They start their little gigs when they want to be playing and the musicians yeah. are also very uh, strongly motivated to to do it themselves. I mean, uh, um, even at uh, with us in London, you have the vortex on the one hand, but. We've also had a lot of those where the musicians have been uh, very active. They set up their little yeah. collectives, which last for a time. I mean, there was, um, I mean, speaking as Elliot Galvitt, who's been here, he set up with uh, when he was still studying with, yeah. with with his now his wife Laura Jurd and Corey Dicker was here. They were all part of a thing called Chaos Collective. They used to do regular gigs yeah. at the Vortex and the regular gigs around. And then they got to a stage where their careers moved on, but they, it was an important uh, motivating uh, force as well, and that continues. In other cities uh, like Birmingham, but is there is there support then from from Bavaria for for those scenes? I mean, uh, or from nationally? I think there are some things for some of the venues, isn't there? They can apply for a grant. Yeah, no, it depends. The best uh, support for clubs is in Baden-Württemberg. They have yeah. a system which doubles up uh, the. Um, the garage of, of the musicians so that's working for the clubs and the musicians in Bavaria the free state of Bavaria uh, it doesn't do much uh, for just uh, almost nothing uh, the thing is that Munich itself the city of Munich mm -hmm. uh, and, and now for some for 10-12 for years it really does a lot for the jazz scene of the city uh, the department of the uh, cultural administration of the city has a big program which is supporting uh, musicians projects of musicians yeah. uh, with stipendia and everything right. else they also support the clubs uh, the club the Unterfahrt and uh, auch Schwere Reiter which is more yeah. for new music new modern uh, music in uh, in every 
style. Um, so the city uh, is um, uh, um, um, the, an example. And it's a very, it's a good example. Uh, d does it no, well, no. but but uh, the state of Bavaria. Um, is not uh, now they i think there there's some uh, some movement uh, mm. in the thinking of mm. it because you know the i think in the ministry of uh, of, of bavaria the um, art uh, expression the the the, uh, the thinking is out of the 19th century there's still mm. uh, uh, there's still in in old times and now there uh, It's getting better, I think. But uh, right at the moment, they don't do much and, for uh, jazz. And what about the radio? Is that how helpful are they? The uh, public broadcast, yes. which is Bayerische Rundfunk, uh, it does is the I would say the program. It's also federal, as yeah. you know. Every state has its own public yeah. broadcast system, and the Bavarian is uh, beside the VDR. The, Western Germany in, in Cologne is probably um, the uh, the radio who does most for mm -hmm. jazz. We have uh, two uh, redacteur, redactors, yeah, editors. For, editors for jazz, uh, which is a lot in Germany. Uh, Roland Spiegel mm -hmm. and and Beate Samson. Uh, she's also. Uh, leader of a whole department on the Hörfunk. So uh, jazz is quite strong in this public broadcast and not only uh, at night time anymore. Really? They have a, a jazz, uh, regular jazz time uh, at five in the afternoon. Uh, and Great, things like that, which, which uh, was not possible many years before. It's quite new. So in Bavaria, the public broadcast does a lot for jazz. I mean, uh, it's a very, it's always a big debate, public broadcasting, because the BBC is yeah. going backwards very fast yeah, in what other, they're doing to support. Other, other uh, broadcasts in Germany too, the yeah. uh, VDR, for instance, uh, after, uh, after the uh, editor retired yeah. uh, just two years ago, it's, it's, uh, it's very hard in the meantime for all the journalists uh, yes, who, as a freelance, who worked as a freelancer for the uh, broadcast and now... Most of them don't they do much. To, well, that's it. They moved to they moved to playlists. Yeah, they moved playlists. They did casting for for colleagues who worked for 20 years for the broadcast, which is ridiculous yeah. and stuff like that. So uh, the, the the situation is always different in, in mm. every part But of Germany. It's a very bad. Uh, I I mean I am concerned that uh, that the BBC, which sort of is a role model for a lot of public broadcasting everywhere, yeah. and I think it was a uh, part of the model when they set up the public broadcasting in, in, in Germany after 1945 uh, was a BBC and if the BBC where the BBC leads and unfortunately they're leading back they're going backwards yeah. uh, others may easily uh, follow and uh, I mean in radio the BBC is now saying oh well we've got to modernize yeah. we've got to do it. it's time for a big rethink uh, and you just and if but if there's no one sitting um Uh, as I would almost think at the top table, yeah. who's but involved in the strategy. If you've yeah. got, if you've got, like you say, the leader of a department, you're okay a bit. Yeah. You're a bit better off. But do they also in in, in Bavaria? But I, I think you know in the others. Uh, I think that's what happened uh, in Cologne. I mean, uh, you know, I know Bernd Hoffmann very well, yeah. and, and he fought and fought and fought. But yeah. so when the moment that he left, they 
took the chance to just even to, to, to be a successor who obviously he'd work, had worked for him they put pressure on her of and she had no choice she yeah. didn't know how to play he, she he knew had how not to, the context like that he, knew, stuff, he yeah. knew how to play the internal yeah. uh, uh, the internal politics and if you lose that and that's what they lost at the BBC they yeah. had not they, they put the programmes out to independent producers and the independent producers are good yeah. but if they don't get the chance to do the shows yeah. they don't get the budget to do the shows but the commissioning that is screwed but don't forget one most important thing that uh, the, the, big, the great times of public broadcasting systems are yeah. over yeah, yeah. during the internet age and uh, especially for instance uh, linear normal television is dead mm. the broadcasts don't know it but they are already oh, dead yeah. yes. We all, people like us, for instance, <laughs> watch media media uh, boxes. Yes. We don't watch linear television anymore, do no, we? No, you had the And uh, it's not the same with uh, radio, but but, yeah. st uh, but obviously the importance of especially well, public broadcast radio uh, is not the same uh, like before. Yeah, internet yeah. podcasts, YouTube, well, and all that stuff, and like what we're doing, like, like what you and exactly. I are doing now. That's no, the I proof. can see the move uh, occurring, and I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I'm uh, we at the Vortex, we're working on streaming, mm. and we'll move to streaming. And one looked uh, last week when uh, we were both at uh, Lux Hudson Festival yeah. at Outreach, he's streaming it. Uh, we scratch our heads as to how we're going to make any money out of. It's Corona streaming. We have to. Yeah, uh, we have to do it. But it's actually encouraging. What I think one of the great sides of Corona is, it was bubbling under. Yeah. It would have happened, yeah. but people were very resistant. Live live music promoters in general were quite have been, and a lot of musicians yeah. have been resistant to streaming. Partly streaming, partly because public broadcasting mm. commissioned. Yeah. And I mean, one of the frustrations of losing public radio is that they were, and the BBC always were, one of the biggest investors yeah. in, in new stuff. Yeah. Giving away opportunities for musicians to play, you know, they new stuff, yes, yeah. investment. They're no longer there. They're certainly not replaced by other sorts of people. Suddenly, I think, I think we're moving back to, I mean, they, maybe ironically, I always said to Tanya, it sort of has, a, has it working with America. I mean, where you can get your MacArthur genius fellowships when you're yeah. a top guy but uh, you know we've, we've got to we've, we've, we've got to look for that because you're you're also promoting a few series of aren't they not just around in uh, in, in munich isn't it you're doing some and and so how do other other regions then also compare to, to the, the bavarian yeah you've seen? it's funny in the meantime you know I, I do a little concert series in a hotel in frankfurt uh, by incident uh, it's all because uh, you met someone and uh, and so it's uh, accidentally and uh, whenever someone uh, says to me uh, would you like to do a jazz thing with me then I never would say no <laughs> yeah, yeah. so that's the reason and you you could can see it very well Frankfurt was the main city of jazz in Germany after the war mm -hmm. the Mangelsdorf brothers and the uh, higher big band and all that so really Frankfurt was the most important it was, it was a very old leading, jazz festival leading, a it? very old jazz festival it's still an important jazz festival it's a Deutsche jazz festival but uh, the 
the city itself has no scene anymore, no vivid young yeah, scene. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's not a uh, jazz city anymore, and it's tough to get some audience for jazz concerts. Yeah, yeah. And so it changed a lot. It's not uh, an uh, important city for jazz, which is a pity. Is, is, sorry, is there the same problem, do you think, that the, that the Musique Hochschule, that the, exactly. the Academy, the Conservatoire, hasn't got the clout, exactly. hasn't got the push? Exactly. They don't do jazz. They have a, a little, a short version of introduction into jazz, but the, you can't study jazz in Frankfurt anymore. Yeah. Even at the Hochschule Conservatorium, which uh, uh, invented the first uh, jazz class in the world, by mm. uh, as you know, in the in the 30s, in the early ones, and um, uh, that's the the main reason it, they have they don't have a young scene for that reason because the young scenes in Germany, and that's the most important because for the longest times jazz in Germany was mostly trying to play it like the Americans yeah. uh, we didn't invent jazz of course <laughs> and for a long time you know the Americans were all uh, all views were to uh, over the ocean and some guys of them came and, and so we, we yeah. tried to play American jazz and that changed in the maybe in the 80s 90s and then we had our own musicians and uh, and developed this uh, own styles yeah. of jazz and uh, and own scenes and but that's very triggered by the young folks and uh, the young folks uh, yeah. accumulate where this the university receives yeah yeah there's some things coming out which I'm going to be thinking about more from what you're saying first of all we talk about how you have the young scene I think the regular scene is very important yeah I think isn't it that, that almost more important than just having festival for the sake of festival yeah that doesn't that's no. very nice it's like just because you have you know I mean I when I spoke to to, to, to France last week yeah in fact, you know, he has his outreach and it does have a summer school and whatever, but you can't say that uh, outside his time there's a lot of jazz going on even in the Innsbruck yeah. area. Yes, there is a venue, but there is a venue. And so it's that the regularity is, a, is an equally important. Perhaps what's better for you in, in, in Munich is not that there's a big well, Munich jazz I, festival, but no, the there's fact none. There's none. But that you have a scene developing because you have the regular places where the big bands can play. Musicians. That's yeah. the main reason, and, and they do something, yes, yes, and they, yes. uh, and they need to check out places. They play even in a restaurant if it's possible. Um, that's the most important thing, you know. Maybe Munich is not on the uh, uh, on the on the map of international jazz a lot because, there, for instance, there's no festival. We don't have for oh. years now no important festival. There's a small one at the Bayerische Hof, Jazz Summer with five concerts, but we don't have an international jazz festival. But I don't mind, you know, it doesn't bother me because no? uh, the festivals on most uh, places I know, of course, you have well. a big festival and what do you have then? After the festival, the, the, important is totally. if you have some good clubs and a, a scene of musicians. I That's mean, the, the most important we thing. We see the. I mean, I know when we have, we've had long discussions or on and off discussions with the London Jazz Festival, yeah. which is ten days, and they say, look how many concerts we do over ten days, and of course, maybe sponsors often like it because they like seeing higher profile, yeah. they're throwing a lot more money into promotion for that small yeah. ten day, but. 
the rest of the year. I mean, the, we we are independently going on, yeah. and I think it's, it's, it's a, um, uh, and 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 they can have a problem. I mean, it, I think it's interesting when one looks in Berlin. As you say, we've got an incredible club scene, yeah. isn't it? You know, you can play any night you want for no money, but for you can no play money, any. it's like New York. Yeah. But by contrast, you know, and I know when when I've, I've had the conversations or have watched in the, with the Berlin Jazz Fest, yeah. it's struggling to know where do we place ourselves yeah. in the in the scene to be on the one hand with the Berlin Jazz Fest yeah. above it, but on the other hand, how do we connect with the rest of the city? And they have a problem because they're only there for a few days. So the fact it's, uh, you know, and even the, 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 the other festivals, I always think, that, that, that happen in Berlin, because they're more organic yeah. from the bottom up. Ma it, many festivals, of course, we have many, many festivals in the meantime in Germany. Yeah. Uh, there were years when uh, every year three, four, five new festivals yeah. are started. And... Uh, on one hand, that's a great thing uh, mm. to promote jazz to a widespread audience. But uh, for the musicians, you have to see uh, it absorbs some money and power uh, mm. and and uh, attractivity. Uh, what kind of festivals are they? Uh, are they festivals where you present all these American or international stars and, uh, and uh, the, your own scene has nothing out of it? That's the question, you know. Or do you a festival which includes your own scene and promote mm. it? Uh, I would prefer festivals who do both, you know, mm. uh, with a program. And there are some who do it in the meantime. Um, but uh, more important than this event, uh, event culture thing, which uh, developed strongly in the last years, uh, everything has to be an event, and the best is festival, the, you know, the, festival. Yeah. yeah. Okay, if you have all together a city who has everything, fine. I'm fine with it. Festival, I'd love to have it in Munich too, mm. if it's uh, if it's uh, properly fitted into the scene. And uh, but you know, fest. I know festivals who absorb uh, the the <laughs> attraction of jazz, and their own scene is uh, is is. is does not even well, they, have an effect, yeah, or an, well, a negative effect yeah. sometimes. Of course, <laughs> you have a good fortune around Munich. It's like you can come here where we are at, uh, at Intode. You can travel for two hours yeah, around course. in a circle and you can find a few nice festivals, yeah. uh, you know, two or three hours if you're going to. Burghausen is not so far too. Burghausen, the oldest even one. Zutirol mm. in, yeah. in Bolzano. Yeah. What's that, three hours, four hours? Four hours. Well, that's manageable yeah. if you know you're yeah. going down there into those lovely mountains um it, you know so you can have you can you can balance both quite well unfortunately we don't even the problems in 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 the uk but i think that's quite an interesting so i think we've, we've actually covered some quite interesting areas how different cities develop yeah uh how festivals balance with 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 non-festivals and so on um a last question for the radio mm -hmm. the last one i'll talk about now given that how you're working media the other side of media mm -hmm. which is the words verbal media we've talked about yeah the fact we have podcasts streaming we're going to be our own little tv channel yeah. soon grassroots and i think what's nice is that the streaming could be it's a grassroots tv what we're going to do at the vortex yeah. if, when, we, when we start streaming print media yeah. and there you are this is your how how do you see uh, that developing 
you have uh, successful magazines in for jazz you've got, uh, yeah, you got successful stuff? I don't know if they're really yeah. successful um, uh, yeah. the, the, for, for many years biggest one uh, uh, by issue was the jazz Zeitung, which yeah. uh, um, uh, which stopped the print edition some years ago and mm -hmm. is uh, only online now mm -hmm. and uh, jazz thing uh, jazz static uh, well if you if you see the the numbers uh, how yeah. many exemplars um, it's not really uh, uh, spreading you know as it it's like it's called it's a, a special interest that's this uh, uh, media are special interest and yeah, yeah. it's very very small niche then the, the main medias the news the yeah. big newspapers yeah. the broadcasters but I'm not very optimistic uh, no, I mean the, I have to tell the, well again you can see where the UK I mean you're I mean how often are you are you writing about jazz or in the Süddeutsche how much is written yeah about that's a still? different thing I, I nearly almost every day but uh, not for the uh, national edition mm. but for the Bavarian uh, well, because, uh, part you know we've seen with the national media the Guardian is basically back I mean John Fordham great journalist mm. but once a month mm. this is now his jazz column one review maybe one 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 full yeah. album review too small uh, live concerts they're re re reviewing maybe two or three every month you, you so know. the me the main media and they say well, is it, uh, which is an ironic because mm. uh, you know you'd say well there is a bit of um, uh, every now and then they can't say yeah but there is a my gosh what's going on there is a buzz going on in the London jazz scene wow but they don't write about it you'd yeah. have thought that if there's a buzz going on they'd have thought there would be but it, they do it so where to come to do we go uh, yeah. you know, where does that go the thing is it depends like many things like the club scenes or whatever mm. depends strongly on some certain special persons yeah, yeah. who wants to do it yeah. and uh, it's the same in journalism uh, if, if you have an Jazz and a journalist who really is into jazz and wants to do it, uh, he will find a possibility in in a, in a media. Also, but the point is, there are very few of them. <laughs> and so, uh, for instance, in my own newspaper, the Süddeutsche Zeitung, in the feuilleton, the culture uh, cultural department of the of the mm. mantle of the big yeah. issue, um, there's. You know, the, the, uh, there's almost no one who really is into jazz so deeply mm. that uh, it's promoted a lot. Um, mm. uh, it depends on the people. And um, in the, our local area, I, I'm at the Department Culture for Munich Region and Bavaria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm there and, and my reduction appreciates it mm -hmm. and so I can do a lot but it always depends and what I see is when I see it to my uh, all my colleagues in radio mm -hmm. in newspapers in magazines mm -hmm. they're all my age or older yes. there are no younger journalists who do jazz We've, you know we have so much young musicians mm -hmm. we have so much uh, young scene but there's not on the other hand this this is, I think I think it's very good. I think that's, that, 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 that gives me your absolutely. I mean, this is what happened. Well, it's happened at the Guardian, mm -hmm. um, and the Observe. There you had at the Guardian John Fordham, and of course, 
people who are older, and we can speak for ourselves, yeah. we actually don't, we, we're actually open-minded. <laughs> we are not, we, we don't just worry about uh, musicians yeah, of our own true. generation. We look at the age. So I don't think there's a problem. But the perception from the editors is different. They say, yeah. oh, it's an old journalist. They have not done your quite right. They're not training new ones. I mean, The Guardian has had amazing writers. I've had Richard Williams uh, hanging around there. Uh, for, but in the end, Richard is doing all his work on, 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 on a blog. His mm. jazz reviewing. Yeah. The Blue Moment is a lovely, it's a great blog. Uh, yeah. But the journalists, so the, they, they are not, and they are not, uh, um, they are not encouraging the new journalists. Yeah. You know, they're taking some staff writer who maybe liked a bit of jazz, isn't it? They're not, they're, they're, the quality of their writing is not is not up to it. They're writing like a news story, so I think that's a very interesting. So they are they're losing sight, and maybe that that says that that we should be doing as we're developing um, all our stuff that, that that we're looking at now is we're becoming. I, I think as a venue or a club, even the vortex, we're almost becoming like a digital platform. Mm. Well, and I, uh, and I think I, that I might don't be the hope so because you know yeah we, we, to get back to the streaming uh, yeah. thing now in Corona. Uh, I can say f for me that I, I'm out of this streaming as a as a user yeah, because yeah. Uh, we also started in the newspaper yeah. right at that moment because we had to fill up the newspaper with streaming reviews. Yes, then you know I did free uh, and yeah. then I stopped it because I can't. You know, yeah. for jazz music, it's important to be in the same room like the musicians yes. because there's a certain energy which flows well, I, between musicians and audience and it, it, it's an inter interdependence well, this is, uh, and it's urgently needed a concert without audience is a rehearsal yeah. or it's yeah, yeah, yeah. half a concert and on the other side it's the same I can watch uh, a concert on, on a screen and it's okay that's a tool you know yes. and we will use this tool and it's important for spreading but it's not the same thing like a concert you you, you visit um, and uh, so we need this live concerts with uh, audience it's a, start, it's a start and 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 actually two things i the, the one where it's gone wrong i was just talking one of the guys when we had some of these conversations and we were doing a cu project just before um lockdown and, and i've raised streaming for a year mm -hmm. and this is an eu project Ljubljana, yeah. birmingham whatever and and I read a year ago. It was like exactly like completely negative, but it was very. I'm not completely no, negative. No, no, you're Don't not, no, 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 yeah. no. No, they were negative though. Yeah, yeah. That meeting was negative, but then we had a chat in March, and there's a lovely man who has promoted jazz in Birmingham. Really developed Birmingham, helped develop mm -hmm. the conservatoire called Tony Dudley Evans. Mm -hmm. He's now 75, but he was wonderful when he could see the window in Birmingham when Simon Rattle was there mm -hmm. for jazz. He was then bringing in Tim Byrne, great New York downtown. Mm -hmm. He helped the conservatoire start up. They've got a big jazz department. They've got a big jazz research department, which rivals Graz. Anyway, he, was at, he comes along and he was at the meeting and he said, I'm a season ticket holder for West Bromwich Albion. <laughs> 30, and I go to all their matches and the other musicians who go. He said... I never watch the highlights program on mm. television. Now, when I spoke to him now, and he, which is exact, which is even very rigid, he said, "Yeah, I am watching more." <laughs> and he said, "They're no, no, giving money to the concerts that I go to." And he said, "Some of them, when the guys can get it and they can get a dialogue, 
it can work a bit. It's like when we're seeing football yeah, with no audience. Yeah, yeah. And we're seeing the football. That's what we've the new I one. I myself watched Ban against uh, Barcelona the A2 yeah. after the yes. uh, festival concerts yeah. at night at my hotel. And how did that? <laughs> yes, that's why you're looking still. You're still recovering from yeah, the Yeah, still recovering. But, but, but yeah, yeah. that is the elation versus seven the one eight two. That's our big uh, yeah, football but, things in but, Germany now. Right. <laughs> I mean, did it did it work with no crowd? Uh, the funny thing is, uh, how did it feel? You see, that may be it. You know, it, it's a bit a different thing. Um, uh, in now the, in the television. Uh, uh, Football television, you they they uh, play in uh, sounds, you know, audience. You can yeah. hear crowds uh, howling. It's it's yeah. fake. There yeah. is no crowd, but yeah. they do it. And and so, uh, as a as a television, as a user of of uh, television football, uh, you used to watch the game and okay, you have this certain sound. It's but jazz is a different thing, in my opinion. But of course. We will we will do this. We we uh, virtual reality is the, um, the second uh, reality we now have. It's it's everything digital. Uh, even newspapers well, are the getting digital first. Yes, yeah, well, it's the tail, as I would as it's called the phrase in English. It must be equivalent word. The tail wagging the dog. Yeah. The money. Of course, as uh, unfortunately created newspapers, the same thing. You know, it's not. It's driven by economy. Of course, yeah, yeah. we're in a we're a, a, yeah. a, um, a branch of crisis since two thousand one, and that's the reason because we can encourage young jazz journalists. Mm. Because first we have to see uh, can we still open the newspaper, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, mm, and so we need uh, uh, clicks in the meantime. Oh, no. We need uh, digital digital abonnements. Uh, we need all that stuff. Clicks don't give you money. <laughs> they just they clicks. So yeah, you know. Yeah, not not well, already. You, you need this uh, uh, range accounts yes. and all this stuff for digital. That's the most important thing right at the moment for yes. German newspapers. Oh, really, believe me, uh, you can go to the conferences and see what the managers yeah. will tell you. Yeah. And so the reason is, uh, an article about jazz is not the kind of content which sells. Yeah. You, it's a matter well, we of, can't afford advertising. We, we can't advertise, yeah. we, can't, we don't sell advertising. <clears throat> Um, we're going to leave it there because we're going to go to the festival. Yeah, we have to. So, <laughs> but it's been brilliant talking. As I said, we're covering a lot of the main subjects. And I think We uh, could cover a hundred more. I Absolutely. Think. But, well, we maybe we'll have to. Maybe yeah. I, I think maybe one thing that we might be able to do, uh, and I think some of these conversations I have are, going to, are not going to be in person. They're going to be at least via Zoom. So as we think of more, I think yeah. we can add to things. So we will do... Thank you very much. I said, really, I said uh, you have said a room for the rest of uh, my podcast that I'm doing. So Thank let's, you. let's, Thank let's you so go much. and listen to the real music.